Hello, everyone. Welcome to Indie's Augmented Reality Podcast. In today's episode, our CEO Alex, CPO Chava, and CTO Norby discuss different viewpoints and opinions regarding the need for new technologies at zoos and aquariums. They also talk about the main benefits AR can bring to zoos and aquariums and what the most relevant AR platforms and solutions are. Let's get started. New technologies in the zoo and museum space often represent all that is wrong with the new generation of digitized download-happy kids. Others see it as a golden opportunity to reconnect with the young generation who no longer visit these spaces and build a new way to exhibit. Who's right? Oh, that's a difficult question. Um, I mean, <clears throat> one of the things that I, that I, that I can... You know, like notice us, you know, I have two nieces and they really still like love to go to the zoo because they have this experience and this care for animals that only with real animals you can have this experience. However, they what I see on them is that they are also, you know, like more aware about, you know, like why are they, the animals inside the house, like is the, inside, inside cages, like are, is this this house or is you know like Africa the the, the house of these animals? Facing the, those questions are really you know, like it, it's challenging as a, as an adult to say like well they they are more conscious a little bit about you know like what are the 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 proper way to keep these these animals. So I think that the digital transformation on these spaces could help them to understand to educate, but also you know like to 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 expand the notion of what those spaces are about. Previously, for us, when I was a kid, it was to go and see the animals. But now it's to go and learn about those animals, especially the ones that you know, like, are not longer in those, in those spaces. So I don't know it. I don't think that it's you know, like who is right or, or wrong. It's, it's, it's a different, an evolution of those spaces in order to, you know, like the, to fulfill the ultimate goal of those spaces. There it's you know, like understanding as, as human race about the other, um, the living life in, in our planets and how you can preserve it and how can you, you know, like not necessarily being invasive with that. And it's not entertaining. It's you know, like turning more into, into the educational. And digital takes a big part of that because the, it's the, in some aspects, is the only way to, to, to achieve that goal, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's true. It's probably not one, not one or the other. I mean, we, when we first got into it and, and looked at the idea of exhibiting or building something for, for zoos and aquariums, it was, it was initially, we are a threat to what they do. So for the kids visiting, it was always about um, seeing the animals and asking some questions. Whereas for zoos, it was well for, for for most zoos, it was always about conservation. So it was always about learning and teaching, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when we arrived, it was we were everything that we that it wasn't supposed to be. So it was there was no kind of tactile nature to it. There was you know everything was digital. Therefore, it was it was kind of sort of transient, and it was it was away from what they their core mission, which is like bringing you in to 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 empathise with the the creatures that they were that they had. Um, and then I think the conversations that have happened over however many years have now got more towards what you were mentioning in terms of 
kind of overlaying and adding information and adding an, another layer to the experience. So I think I'm certainly in some of my meetings initially, it was like, why would, why would we do this? You, you are everything we are not, <laughs> which was a kind of always a difficult chat. But then secondly, it became quite obvious that they realized that, as you kind of said in the question, that it, that people don't, the, the young, the young generation don't want to go as much. Yeah. Like they just don't, they don't, they don't, I don't say they care as much, but it's not something that really appeals to them. And that, and it gets back to that. I think we've touched on that conversation before that the theme parks are in danger of replacing all of them because theme parks are the ones that are having to keep up with a generation, which is whatever, 10 years old and and basically glued to their phone. I mean, I don't think they're doing it particularly well, Mm -hmm. but they're doing it in a lot better way than, than a lot of zoos, certainly. So, that, you know, there's a level of interaction is what I'm trying to say. There's a level of kind of integration of digital stuff in there, which, yeah. which zoos don't really have. Um, a, because rightfully they focus on the animals and focus on the, the physicality of it. But that means, therefore, they're losing a generation of, you know, five-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds. Um, it's tricky. It, it's, it's, yeah, they, they, they have to... Prepare. They have to be prepared for the this digital generation because they even if they go to zoos, they are just uh, looking at their phones and uh, and taking snaps. Like, come on, come on, come on! Like we no. all are all looking at our phones. Yeah, it's not exclusive. That's true. On that. that's true. And that, that, that's the thing. Like just to to make this bridge between you know, like kids just looking at their phones and adults. No, no, adults are looking a lot at, at their phones. It's more like that's the true. way to the way to experience together and how you link this devices for instance with the with the exhibits and how yeah, you can you know, like multi-level but no one's really done no one's like no one's actually achieved that yet have they because i mean no. like back when we were back when we did toronto zoo which is years ago and we kind of long story short we built a broadcast AR system for them and uh, along with national geographic um lots of interesting meetings lots of funny meetings lots of kind of who are you why are you here and stop wasting our time uh kind of meetings but then once, once the people in the room and the room was full of like, of pretty much a, a cross section of the entire zoo, you could see that when they started to realise what the functionality was on, let's say, on big screen and then on mobile, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you could start to see them sort of um, engineer ways of using it, like real ways of using it. Um, but it was very, very early. So, you know, the kind of wayfinding, kind of unlocking sort of meta information around. But that's been talked about and is still being talked about, mm-hmm. but, you know, but no one's really kind of said, like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to visit a physical space and now there's going to be enough of uh, an impetus for anyone, whether it's a 10-year-old or mm-hmm. a 50-year-old, mm-hmm. to kind of unlock a load of information with the device around the physical space or around the animal, for example. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of coming up with that stuff. Yeah. It wasn't that they didn't understand. It was just that they didn't understand what the, effectively what the feature set was. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you can do that. Okay, well, we could do this. I don't know in that respect, and, and that's something that that probably like I don't have enough information to to, to say, but I will say it anyway. Uh, <laughs> like in, in that respect, it seems that aquariums are more prepared for this than zoos, because the the the, the setup. The regular setup of, of an aquarium, like if you think on, on you know, like big aquariums on on the on the planet, if you go and think um, aquariums in Dubai, that 
because the nature, the more close nature of these spaces, they are using either more screens or more, you know, like th this this kind of um, um, visitor journey that actively encourage to uh, have more digital touch points. So that's like that's my perception. But do you not think that's because yeah. they ultimately aquariums are usually more <coughs> related to profit mm -hmm. than zoos are. Oh. So, and, and that, like that's <laughs> like, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, 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 just the, the, there's always to me like mm. if I think about where they all sit in this in this the spectrum of of from let's say from from non-profit mm. from a charity through to kind of like large-scale commercial enterprise, then the aquarium kind of sits in the middle. The theme park sits at one end, and then the museums kind of tend, generally float in the middle. Sometimes, you know, you'll get very progressive, commercially progressive museums who realize that they have to be able to maintain their own existence. Mm -hmm. And then you get ones that will sit at the other side of it, which are kind of, they are receiving, you know, funding, et cetera, government funding or private funding. Um, and then zoos generally will always be that end of the spectrum. And mm. I am conscious that this is an audio and that my hand gestures have been nothing. <laughs> <laughs> But they're usually on the nonprofit side. Yeah. And that tends to mean that they, the, the people in the room are also, well, also they don't have enough money to spend, but they also, they, it's very, very hard because a lot of the people in the room are, their, their mission and, their, and the mission of the zoo is about conservation. Mm -hmm. Whereas the theme park is about, okay, we have one million people out there and we need to get, you know, one one hundredth of them through here. And they all need to pay $20. And so how do we install as many shiny things as possible? Yeah. And, and with a throughput, of, you know, with a kind of dwell time of whatever, 20 yeah, seconds, yeah. 50 seconds. That's certainly been my experience. So what are the main benefits that AR can bring to zoos and aquariums? Some um, of these have been mentioned already, but if we can give it yeah, a bit yeah, more structure. Yeah, I, I, I think it's... I mean, to a certain extent, it's platform by platform, really. Um, so what are the relevant platforms then and then the associated well, I think, benefits? I think basic, the basic concept, I guess, would be mobile. I mean, in the, let's say, let's take the US, for example, there's going to be a majority of people um, with enabled kind of, with, with enabled mobile devices who could explore stuff, who could unlock information. I think there's a, there's a big disconnect between the amount of information the zoo has locked within people and archives and images that aren't on show and set design and all kinds of things and what they actually have out, kind of similar to museums. I don't know, some crazy statistic that, you know, the majority of the artifacts in most museums are actually in underground, they're stored. Um, so... I think that <clears throat> unlocking that information would be the one of the first ones, um, but I don't. It's 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 a it's a big ask, because there is again there's because there's that huge disconnect. <clears throat> Are there any solutions where where people don't have to hold a device uh, and download an app? Well, um, screen-based solutions in in that respect. Uh, um, Well, some of, of the of the projects that we have, you know, like work in the past, um, offer this this solution in which you you know like 
things that are not physically possible, like get close and personal with um, with one dangerous animal. You can do it, you know, like just in the in the sense of of um, not just entertain, but you know, like provide you. Um, uh an, an experience that it can only be delivered by a by a digital you know like solution so i think that that's that's one of the of the key ones yeah absolutely it's um unless we are talking about mobile AR, that's basically the the only other solution until we get to vr a, a proper way of using vr and the uh ar headsets so yeah, I, but those are the two platforms I would uh, I would mention. But maybe platforms are not really uh, that important. Uh, the the importance maybe it's a chicken and egg thing, but the importance is how how much value uh, can they add uh, to their current service by adding digital. If if it's mobile, let's add it add adds the value, then it's mobile. If it's uh, screen-based, it's probably the combination of two anyway. But then uh, they, zoos and aquariums will need to be clear about what new technologies are available because they might not know that there's a technology that they can leverage to to provide that uh, particular value. But, that that, but that's the problem, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, the, the problem ultimately is, I mean, we, we spec'd an idea, um, <clears throat> a concept for um, for an aquarium a couple of months ago, and it, it, it effectively featured uh, sort of Kinect-based gaming at one point in the area that we were talking about. But I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not sure that. Certainly, looking at the 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 conversation between one of our people and the client, I don't think there was any real understanding about what they could do about the idea of what you could do with gesture control or what you could do with. Even the idea of like how you know saying we want something interactive is kind of stage one of a hundred, yeah. and then you know I, I think the the concepts that we were talking about were engaging enough that people wanted to actually spend time with it, and actually getting someone to spend time looking at content is incredibly hard, and so but but no one in the no one in the room or in the conversation would have known how to use that feature set so the, you know that interaction was was kind of massively missing yeah sorry in, in an ideal world they would say that listen we want to entertain kids and uh, we have a, a age range and we have uh, this amount of uh, additional data that we want to show them and uh, present them in an entertaining way what can we do and then they come to us or come to any other uh, company who provide this service and they say how can we do this? But the problem is that they, they say that we want uh, an AR solution and then there's no, uh, of course the exception, but there's no real concept of why and what kind of uh, uh, value that you want to add to the people. They just, just hear that, oh, AR is trendy, let's do it. Which is cool, but then uh, adding a value to it, a, a real use to it, is more important. I think. Uh, on a happy note, I remember one like <laughs> <laughs> I remember one project that that is the, that it matches this this yeah. kind of vision and purpose. Uh, do you remember that project in Florida with the um, with the mammoth, mm -hmm. right? So they have this huge skeleton of of an extinct mammoth, but it was one uh, specific variety, not the ones that we have seen in Ice Age or whatever. That it's on the you know, like the and the, and the 
popular culture, but it, it features some specific, um, you know, like uh, shape and they didn't have, you know, like enough visual material in order to, you know, like to, to explain the visitors. So we needed to recreate that specific um, that specific um, uh, mammoth based on the skeleton, and, it, and it, the ceramic was pretty cool because it's like the, the digital version is next to the to, to, to the um, to the to the skeleton. So I think that that's a good that's a good purpose. It's not necessarily super ambitious, but it was a different way to deliver instead of just you know like reading a, a, a you know like a yeah. plate with a conceptual mm. visualization yeah. to the of of the, that animal just to be next to the the magnitude of this mm. of this animal and you know, like that i think that that's some you know like very specific um, case in which it was yep i i think that you you also have two you have two conversations happening in any zoo or aquarium one is are you there to increase Let's say, are you there? Are you there because you're part of the exhibit, or are you there on the in the revenue generation side? So even you know, even zoos, not to the extent that theme parks are, but zoos also have, uh, you know, that area that is dedicated to generating revenue. A lot of times, it will be outside. Um, in the kind of lobby, so they'll have kind of uh, machines. I know that we've we we know people and we've worked with people before who who do these kind of whatever it is. The uh, anyway, they actually VR is kind of semi happening in that respect, um, but the simulators and things where people are paying to actually go in. And that's where it's always been a bit. If I'm honest, it's always been a bit confusing for me because I don't know if when people have the conversation with us, I don't know even if they know whether we go in one box or the other. <laughs> uh, it is interesting because if we go back to the to the previous topic with that uh, that uh, aquarium client because I was part of the conversations and we actively you know like present the options like what what like as professionals we want to help you to reach your, your objective. It is your objective to you know, like generate more revenue, more visitors like uh, no we're covering that ground he said. <laughs> and it's like uh, just offer a good experience and like we we design based on that. Mm. But what it's something you know like important even if you are if they are not on the cash generation you know, like mindset or, or or whatever there's something that especially these places I think that they have an opportunity uh, with the Digitalized generation of download happy kids. It's also <laughs> it's also the, the awareness, you know, like the the, the, the awareness that creates the, um, are, are created in that in that uh, space. So yeah, probably you won't you know, like have specifically you know like customer points in which you can you know, like generate more revenue. But the but just the just the Instagram exposure of those spaces. Yep. You know, I create awareness on specific topics. So I think mm -hmm. that that's also another way of um, of covering or providing some 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 value on using this technology uh, around because you know, like it's, yeah, it's, it's visually rich. Yeah. Uh, that's probably a hard sell, though, to the zoos. I mean, it's it's a real value, but yeah. maybe it's like okay, but how it's can a, we how can yeah. we Put a number to it. It's a, it's this that I so I've been in meetings where we talked about the idea of using, let's say, mobile AR for example, to allow people to take content animals, so to speak, take them home and kind of adopt them and and kind of look after them, and therefore you were generating education and experience outside of the zoo and or the aquarium and. To me, that's still a really interesting space, the, and and be able to teach well away from the actual physical 
location. And then you you get, this is kind of a little bit similar to the Instagram thing. It's like, okay, where's the, where's the benefit? Obviously, a lot of companies and a lot of the younger generation know that they can drive lots of awareness on Instagram. But the older generation who are still populating a lot of these zoos and aquariums are like, well, why are we doing this? Because we're a physical space. Mm. You know, why would, why would we pay to develop a mobile application that allows people to adopt animals when we've got animals here? And if they have animals there, then they're not going to come here. And that's a hard sell. Because if someone looks at you in the eye and says, can you guarantee that we won't lose traffic? You don't know. I, that, that's the honest truth. You can't categorically say that's not going to happen. Yeah, but it's a digital link between uh, that kid who was there in the uh, in the zoo and the zoo itself. So it's like yeah, you you can pull them back in with events and you you hope so. Yeah, you then, hope so, uh, yeah, but you, you don't have the actual but numbers. If, that, but if yeah, yeah and again, you, it's like if you spend if you spend time and money building something out to have an interface with someone outside of it, then you have to maintain it. And often then there's no real structure or strategy in place to be able to maintain, you know, that, you know, as we all, we all know, you know, you'll build an application and now you've got to spend thousands and thousands maintaining the engagement with it and, you know, integrating more content, doing more stuff, doing what, you know, and what happens is they tend, they go, okay, well, we'll try it. And then the, the app dies, you know, it's still alive, but there's nothing in it. And therefore the engagement drops and therefore you've kind of lost out. So It was. I, I remember meeting a lot of resistance. I remember talking to people. Um, I mean, actually, on uh, with Toronto, for example, they. Um, I'll name check her, Jennifer, who I think is still head of PR at, at Toronto Zoo. Um, they, they're they're really good nowadays on kind of social media, and on uh, kind of trying to sort of semi hijack sort of news stories and try to build the kind of emotional story around what's happening um, with the animals. You know, if there's a birth or something, then they're kind of, they're sort of live feeding stuff and things like that. And that, that's kind of super cool. But that is, again, hopefully generating traffic. But in Toronto, like, I don't think in having been there in like December, <laughs> you're not getting a lot of traffic because it's so cold. Um, so yeah, I think that, that, that again, it's, it's a complicated sell. It's a complicated conversation to have. If you're not... Yeah, it's like where you, to start off with, you've got to know which bucket you fit into, whether you're revenue generation or whether you're actually there to augment the experience in, in the zoo. But the awareness thing that Chava mentioned, that's, that's yeah, a but, huge but, but thing. But then is, is the other thing, like, hey, uh, does this uh, service aligns with your digital strategy? Uh, uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, well, that's another conversation, but yeah, it could add some value if they have it. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more about Indie, please visit us at www.industry.com.